Hey, hey. So I heard you guys had a trip this week, and is that true? Volleyball. How many people went on ski and shop? Anybody here? How many people actually skied? How many people shopped? I shopped. How many people went? Where, where else did you guys go? There was another place. A trampoline. How many people went to trampolines? Yeah. You guys, that sounds like a lot of fun. So, hey, well, um, uh, it's good to be with you tonight. This is actually my first time teaching at Chaos. This is my first time teaching here. You know, I used to be a leader here about 13 years ago. I'm kind of old. So, uh, uh, but it's good to be with you, guys. I'm really excited. I want to just introduce myself. So, my name is Jesse, and uh, I lead for Orchard Hill Church up at the Waverly campus. And so, but I brought a picture of my family. Here is, so I, is me and my wife, Rachel. Uh, this is my daughter, Raya. She's seven. She's with me tonight. She's uh, now come to every venue that I've ever taught at, which is pretty cool. Micaiah's the one in the middle. He's four and a half years old. And uh, Shiloh Wise is our, is our little guy. He's three years old. So it is good. It's good to be with you uh, tonight. Um, I want to start off tonight. Um, I want to start off tonight with a picture. I'm going to show you this very quick picture. This is a picture from when I was in high school. So uh, this is my junior year. Do you guys do kind of crazy days when you dress up for uh, homecoming? Anybody like homecoming week? Do you guys have crazy kind of dress up days type stuff? Yeah, some of you do. So this is what's going on. I, like, they cut my head off in the picture, but, but this is what's going on. So um, this little thing right here is a, I don't even know what it is. It's just some kind of a little animal. It's actually just the skin of the animal. So here's what I did. I took this, I went and found this thing in the props closet, like the theater props closet. So I went there and I found this, this thing. I, I came to school, I put a, a, a pillow in my stomach, and then I had a long sleeve coat over top. So I tucked my left sleeve into my pocket so it looked like my hand was in the pocket. And then I took my left hand and I put it in my shirt. And then I walked around all day long with this little like ferret looking thing coming out of my shirt and I would, I would move his head with my finger. So you can not, you've seen my finger in here, so this is what it looked like. And I would just pet it. And I would be walking around the school, and people were like, oh, can I pet it? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So they'd come up to me, and, and they would, you know, I'm moving its head around and doing this. And then they'd, they'd like, go to pet it, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, check it out, check it out. And they'd get real close, and they'd reach out. And then I'd go, like that, whoa. And they would, they would laugh, I would laugh, we'd all freak out. And they're like, oh, you should go get that person. So then they'd go get that person, and, you know, moving it around. And then teachers were like, what is that? Can, can you have that in school? Because it looks so lifelike. It was like hanging out of my shirt. And this, this, this is what I, the kind of stuff that I used to do when I was in middle school and high school. And so here's the deal. When I was in middle school, at the end of eighth grade, you know, they vote on all those awards. And I was awarded the prestigious award of class clown. And then I, I, all the four years of high school, and you get to the, the end of the four years of high school, and guess what award I won at the end of high school? class clown and most outgoing which is crazy you see because this is what it used to be like and this is this is the kind of stuff that I used to do when I was in in junior high and was in high school but then when I got a little bit older and I started to look back and reflect on my time there here's what I learned about myself when I look back at the humor that I used that won me these prestigious awards, the humor that I used, I realized that I was also using my humor as a shield to get through tough times. Because there are some reasons for me that high school was kind of hard for me. And school was kind of hard for me. 
And I used humor as a shield to get through the tough times. Because if I can be funny, then I don't have to be honest. And if I could make you laugh, then I don't have to show you the real me. And if I can hide behind that humor, then I could protect what was going on inside of me. Let me ask you this. Maybe you don't have to show hands, but do you have a shield that you use to protect what's going on inside of you? Maybe somebody here tonight has a shield that you use to protect what's going on inside of us. Some of us use humor. Some of us, maybe we have a, a certain personality that we use as a shield. Some of us hide behind things we can buy. Some of us hide behind how we look or the friends that we have. Some of us hide behind the grades that we get or, or, or the achievements that we get. Some of us hide behind these things. Some of us feel like we have to hide behind everything that we can possibly have at our disposal because we feel like there are so many things coming against us and working against us. Something that we're going to see tonight in this passage that we're going to read, is that God wants to shield us. He wants to protect us. But the thing of it is, is he's going to give us the right tools to fight the right battles against the right forces. And that's why this series that you guys are going through about the armor of God, that's why this series is so important. It's important to talk about fighting the right battles with the right tools against the right forces. And here's what I hope you see in this talk tonight, is that God has given each one of you I believe this about each one of you is that God has given you incredible, incredible potential. He's, he's got a purpose and a vision for your life. And God is doing great things in the world and he wants for you to be a part of it. And he wants to give you what you need in order to stay engaged. So I'm going to actually start by reading a passage. We're going to read about this armor of God. Um, it comes from uh, the book of Ephesians chapter 6. And I think it's going to be actually on the screen. Um, so... Uh, I'm going to read just a couple verses here. So if you guys can follow along, it goes like this. Paul wrote to, these, to the Ephesians. He said, uh, finally, he said, this is at the end of this letter that he wrote to them. He said, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand. Remember that? So that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, And the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Here's what Paul was talking about when he's writing this. He was talking about the, fighting against the right battles. And the battle, he says, isn't against flesh and blood. It's not against people. See, because I used to try to protect myself from people. But what Paul says is the battle's not against other people. The battle is a spiritual battle, he said. Sometimes people do hurtful things. How many in here have ever had somebody do or say something hurtful to you? Anybody? Yeah. And, and when we get hurt, we want to like either hurt other people back or we want to take up our shields and we want to block them out of our lives. Or some of us just want to run away and hide. But Paul said that's not the right battle. He said the battle is actually deeper than that. It's a spiritual battle that we're fighting. It's like when Jesus was being nailed to the cross and he called out to God, and he said, these people that are nailing me to the cross, these people, they don't know what they're doing. That's when Jesus was recognizing that this was a spiritual battle, and it wasn't against the people. 
the real battle wasn't against the people that were nailing him to the cross. Instead, Jesus said, Father, forgive them because they know not what they're doing. And Paul here, he's trying to help us see the bigger picture, to see the spiritual battle that's going on. He's trying to help us to be a part of that battle so that we don't get caught up fighting against the wrong things. So let's keep reading. We're going to find out more about the tools that God gives us in this spiritual battle. Listen to what Paul writes here. He says this, and this is the whole ar the armor of God right here. This is, this is all of the armor that you guys have been talking about. Paul writes, he says, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up, and here's what I'm going to be talking about tonight, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So there's the full armor of God. I know that others have shared. How many weeks have you guys been in this series? Can you, do you remember? been in this series a few weeks, so other people have been talking about these other pieces of armor. Tonight, I get to talk about the shield of faith. Here's the deal. In the ancient Roman military, there were two different types of shields. The first is like a smaller, lighter, round one. There's some old movies that maybe you've seen, like Gladiator. There's some other ones that you maybe have seen. There's a smaller, lighter, round shield, and the other type of shield is a, is a larger um, shield. It's about two feet wide. It's about four feet tall, so you pick that thing up, and it protects your whole body. And what it was really effective against is protecting your whole body because then when the, when the enemy starts uh, zinging these arrows at you, you could, you could hide behind it, right? You got this two foot by four foot wide and you could really hide behind it. But here's what the enemy started doing. They started taking their arrows and they would light them on fire with this really sticky stuff and they would take it and they'd, they'd light them and they'd, and they'd fly at you and then these arrows would come and they would hit the shields and then the shields, you know, would stick into the shield and, and it would light the shield on fire. And so then what the Roman military did was some of them at first, they would, you know, then your shield's on fire. And what do you do then? So you throw it down and you, and you run away because, I mean, a fire, your, your, your tools are on fire. They throw that down and they run away and they'd be even more vulnerable than before. But here's what they started to do. They got smart. So what they did was they took that shield, that two foot by four foot shield, they wrapped it in leather and they doused it in water. And then they came back into the battle. And then when you got the arrows coming in, and this is what Paul was talking about, those flaming arrows that are coming in, the flaming arrow comes in. And what does it do then? Thud. And it goes out. Thud. And it goes out. And that, my friends, is the shield that God has given. That's the shield of faith to put out the flaming arrows of the evil one. Faith is about putting our trust in God, trusting him, listening to him, believing that what he says is true, what he does is good. And faith is about accessing the Holy Spirit so that he can help us fight the right battles against the right forces with the right tools, just like Jesus did. And here's what we realize when we take up our shield. Here's something I want you to hear. Here's something you need to hear, that we all need to hear is that the shield, the shield doesn't stop the arrows from coming, but it does stop them from doing damage. There will still be arrows coming at you in this life. 
You will still experience arrows in this life. They will still be flying. And here's what some of them might sound like for some of you. Maybe you've heard these kinds of arrows before. Here comes an arrow. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not talented enough. What you're doing doesn't matter. People don't like you. They don't love you. No one's proud of you. You're alone. Sometimes the arrows sound like this. You're better than others. You don't need them. You don't need help. You have to hold it all together and you can't reach out. You just need to do or to get or to buy that one more thing and then people are going to like you. These are the arrows and their temptations and their lies. And that's the spiritual battle from the evil one coming at you. These are lies and they are not true. And the shield of faith can help protect us from those arrows. There will still be the thud. There will be the hiss. And they will go out. And then we will hear God's voice. And God's voice sounds like this. God's voice sounds like, I made you. I know you. I love you. You are my child. His voice says things like, you have purpose, and you have worth, and you do matter. And you can do great things in Christ. You don't have to be better than others. It's okay to reach out to others. It's okay to ask for help. And if you've gone astray or if you've gotten lost and I've sent my son to find you and forgive you. Taking up the shield is about trusting God to tell us who we are. It's about trusting God to protect us from the evil arrows and believing in the voice of God. I want to I close with this today. I don't know if you caught this when we were reading but uh, Paul used the word, four times he used this word, he said, stand. Did you catch that when you were listening? Paul used the word four times, he said, stand. So I want to ask, if you would just quietly, just quietly stand together, just like Paul says. I don't know if this is going to work. But I just want to remind you, here's what Paul says. Here's what Paul says. He says, put on the armor of God so that you can stand. He said, put on the armor of God so that you can stand against the evil one. And after you've done everything, you will still be standing. And he says, stand then with the armor of God. Because when you are standing, then you are ready. And God wants for you to be standing and ready and he's got the right tools to help you fight the right battles with the right forces. And the cool thing about the shield, here's the last thing that I want to say about the shield. We've got a picture of this. The cool thing about the shield is that when you take up a shield, it doesn't just protect you. But in the Roman military, they used to take their shields. These are these four foot by two foot shields. And they'd lock them together like this. And so when you take up your shield of faith, you're not just there to protect yourself but you can lock shields with those around you and protect the people next to you as well. And so I'd like to just close in prayer tonight. And the band is going to come forward. As we close in prayer, I'm just going to invite you to slowly sit back down as we get ready to reflect with the music that is playing. Would you just let me pray for you guys before we, go, before we move on?
Heavenly Father, God, we thank you. We thank you that you're here with us. We thank you that you watch over us. We thank you, Lord, that you equip us for the battles that we need. Pray, Lord, that we would be able to, to see the spiritual battle and to engage in the spiritual battle. God, that we would be loving and forgiving people and, and when we are hurt by other people, that we wouldn't be a people who need to retaliate, but that what we can do, God, is, is absorb those blows with our shield. And Father, in faith, to go on loving you and be a loving person and be a light for Jesus in this world. Father, again, we thank you for your armor. I pray for each one here that we would be taking up our armor this week, especially taking up that shield of faith, trusting in you and believing in your words about us. God, we thank you, we praise you, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.